I'm a dog person, but I have three cats. I don't have a yard, so I can't have a dog. Wow. I'm a dog person. I'm an animal person, but right now I have cats. I, hate I think birds. I think in order of pe- oh, oh see, that's what wow. I want in order that's of pets statements. that I want. Well, it would actually be birds. Let me tell you why. Yeah. Let me dogs. tell you why I hate birds. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, oh, Marvin's like, a bird lover. I, look, I like eagles. I like fucking ravens. <laughs> but why do we take the the only the only creatures that have the oh, I know you said this and put yes. them in a fucking cage, dude? Listen, listen. Why? Mm-hmm. All of you can make that argument about every animal you force no, to keep in your house. Not every animal has wings and like able to. But fly. Every animal was originally designed to be outside. Well, every day. animal has legs and can go more than a few hundred square feet. <laughs> exactly. That's, That's why true. I'm saying <laughs> it's it's all. all but but also but like all pets it, are unethical. Damn it! But think about it. Every pet, are sick. Every pet <laughs> has legs, but mm-hmm. very rare. That they have wings, dude. That's an yeah. ability that only birds have, dude. No, it's not mm-hmm. true. Bats have wings. Flying squirrels. And, and, they're not and pets. You shouldn't keep them as pets. Some people do. I mean, if we include insects, suddenly everything gets a little, little wonky. I know. Yeah, you can't, you can't pet an insect, Dan. Yes, you can. You can. People there, pet their there are pet beetles tarantulas. that are big enough, man. Yeah, people pet their pet, pet tarantulas easy. all the time. Yeah, that's enough. Also, you could also eat an eagle. <laughs> I like to eat some some eagles. That's a crime. You're admitting to crimes. <laughs> Allegedly on Minecraft. Also, quick note for those of you who are used to hearing a certain like, yeah, kind of sound for eagles on like from movies and pop culture. Mm-hmm. That's that actually not? a hawk. Yeah. That's yeah. not really? an eagle. Yeah. I thought you were talking about eagles you're making- sound like bitches. <laughs> I thought you were you, you making the Dean Kane noise. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's funny. Uh, Real eagles like, don't sound anything like, like that. Like the, like the uh, the Umbrella Academy, the Netflix show, and then there they had. There's a part spoilers, but they they meet their alternate reality selves, the Sparrow Academy. And in promos, <laughs> when the Sparrow Academy cro- shows up, it just sounds like like crows, and you're like, that's not sparrows. Come on, damn it! <laughs> Come on, missed opportunity. <laughs> I mean, it's okay when Raging Sharks puts in tiger roars for for shark noises, but <laughs> or when or or when Deadly Premonition puts in monkey noises for chipmunks. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Forgot about that, <laughs> Marvin. Marvin, yes, yes, yes. Um, do they visit a different universe? Is it a multiverse uh- thing? Uh, it's a comic book series, so everything becomes multiverse at one point. Oh, okay, I, I never seen the show. Also, like one of them, uh, five. He he's he's a time traveler, so that's going to create alternate universes. Uh, so mm. you know. Anyway, so it's anyways. not like Parasol School <laughs> or 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 Awning Academy. <laughs> Yeah, well, that one is much more stationary. <laughs> Awning <laughs> Academy. Oh. Those people the, stay put. <laughs> did you guys see the trailer for the new um the new Netflix show Ninja Family or something? Oh, what? Brother Son. No, Ninja the Ninja Family. Oh, that's Brother Son, isn't it? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you just said the same thing like three times. Yeah, why? Yeah. I, I've never heard of. I no. never heard of. You I never like heard this? of this. No. No, that's, that's not. <laughs> oh, that that that's, that's brother son. No, yeah, no, no, I fucking no, no. told you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, Wait, I'm pretty sure it's it's a it's brother son. No, not brother son, dude. God <laughs> damn it! The one is Ninja Academy. From this bit, so I look called, up Ninja. I was way off. It was called House of Ninjas. Oh, House of Ninjas. Okay, sure. It looks, okay. It looks badass. Oh, okay, 
Well, we're not doing a ninja episode. We're doing a time well, we travel do. episode. So we got to go through time. Well, Welcome exactly to season six, everybody. That's <laughs> true. Welcome. Welcome to season six. We made it to another season. And it's a much shorter break than there was before the last season, if you yes. have been following along all this time. Thank you, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. It's been years at this point. So this was also... This was also a, a monumentous uh, episode for the overall Star Trek crew because this episode was actually produced alongside the pilot episode, Deep Space Nine. So they were actually stretched pretty thin as they were making this episode. Ah, yeah, it shows. So yes, that's why. It shows a lot, actually. <laughs> um, this isn't to say that season six or seven are bad by any means. They're actually pretty good. Uh, but this is the period where they're running two shows simultaneously. Mm. So there will be some resource issues here and there. Uh, There's no excuses, dude. <laughs> Taylor no Sheridan has, is running like 30 shows at once right now, dude. Oh, Taylor Sheridan. I don't know who that is. Whatever his name is, the the the, the Yellowstone dude. Oh, uh, oh yes, you're right. It oh, Ed Sheeran. Is it Ed Sheeran? Ed no, Sheeran? Ta- Ta- Taylor Sheridan is an oh, American filmmaker and actor. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, no, that's a that's an actor. No, Ed- that's the guy. That's the guy. Oh, that's did- the guy. Oh, okay, he he did. He also did um Hell or High Water. He oh, okay. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yes, yes. Yellowstone. Wait, how many minutes of this podcast are us telling each other names and us trying to figure <laughs> out who we're talking about to each other? <laughs> Someone keep track of that. Someone keep track of that. Hey guys, this is this is what this. This episode pre-proposes this idea mm-hmm. that if it wasn't for goddamn fucking Deanna Troy, mm-hmm. all all of Mark Twain's books would have been racist, sexist, <laughs> and fucking just filled with fucking just like horrible things, dude. But like, like she had like sort of fixed his books. Yeah, yeah. Like, like she. But, but at this point, he had already actually had a good, uh, a good. Um, well, it yeah, called? it's not like she changed his heart. She convinced him that the future was going to be okay. Yes. Like, he and also, was the guy who already had, who already was like, you know, I'm supposedly the progressive and I want, you know, poverty to go away and things like that. And he's like, you didn't do that, did you? Yeah, he was, then, he was skeptical. But also during his time, he was an abolitionist and he was for the time progressive. You know, he here's was. The thing. That's what that's what history presupposes. But I what I presuppose is that you piece of shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just presuppose yeah. history on your own terms. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> what well, I, I would agree I, with in, you if that's my, what was in the show, but I don't think it's even in the show. <laughs> Dan, in my history, in my timeline, in my the story that I, that I made in my head, him and Colonel Sanders were brothers, <laughs> got separated. One of them said, I'm going to use my genius for fucking literature, change the world. And the other said, I'm going to use my genius for to make chicken. the best fucking chicken in the world, dude. Yeah. And and own a plantation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? Well, in my personal headcanon, Samuel Clemens was actually Iron Man because he named himself Mark Twain. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So also, Mark Twain is actually the second Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the one that was split in Twain. Did I yeah. have a question? Did Mark? Did Mark Twain? Zuckerberg. Really sound, Zuckerberg. <laughs> did he really sound like that? Like yeah, that? there's 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 probably audio, not, audio, but there's audio actor, recordings of him going. I say, I say, I say. <laughs> I like to write books. <laughs> not many, like the guy who did his who did this role. Like he got into this. He just took a and said, 
always yeah. sounded like this every single time. He <laughs> oh, Dan, you're not nearly anything. you're not nearly aggressive Rega- enough. Regardless of emotion, <laughs> doesn't matter what kind of line he said. He just <laughs> said like this. I'm yelling in the middle of the street. <laughs> they should have cast Samuel <laughs> Jackson <laughs> as Samuel Clemens. Yeah. It's like every other actor around him is like just calmly saying their lines and he'll go, well, I should go back. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah. He he ruined these two episodes. <laughs> he really focused in on him. Yeah. Like, I know that none of you guys actually watched the show, but is this the sort of crap that would happen in Doctor Who? Uh, no. As far as I know, Doctor I know Who- he's tangled with historical figures, like, not all the time, but every so often it just happens, you know? At least only- modern Doctor Who seems to be more interested in its, like, own lore than in actual, like, historical events. And it's actually more Star Trekky than it is time travel-y in the way you would think so. I think because- Doctor Who, doesn't he, doesn't Doctor Who go and, like, visit Van Gogh? I yeah, think he there's, does. like, a famous clip of Van Gogh yeah. where he, le- he, he lets Van Gogh him- see that, like, his work was appreciated, actually. Yeah, and he's, yeah. he's, like, he's like, also, you should cut off your ear, dude. <laughs> yeah, totally, do it. <laughs> yeah, That's fulfill the prophecy. Right. Yeah. He's like, do it, <laughs> do it. Fulfill the prophecy. Uh, but but, it, but it's a lot of it is... fulfilling itself. Sci-fi concepts, kind of like Star Trek, actually, where it's kind of like... Oh, we have this, this problem came up because of the sci-fi concept, but it's like more fantastical. Like they don't solve it using like technology. They solve it using like, like their wits more than anything else. Uh, if, as far if, as I can tell, well, I was all, talking in specifically in regards to interacting with this, uh, historical figure yeah. in their time no. or, you know, having them. I think they do that sometimes. Yeah, Did they yeah. do that any other time in TNG, like a actual historical figure? Like actually going back, I don't think so. No, Everything else has been holodeck based or pretty like, new or made up. You know, yeah, they like eventually that. run into actual cannibal Shalabuff. Um, <laughs> now, actually, well, I'll I'll bring it up later, I guess, when we get to it. But well, I mean, the I, closest I the closest we had seen so far is end of season one when they defrosted the people from the twentieth century. Yeah, oh, yeah but, I guess that's true. But th- that's not time travel per yeah. se. That's more of they're out of time, not not the crew. So. And it's not a historical yeah. figure. Yeah. Like a no, these I are just they, random assholes. I wish, yeah. I, now, I wish they would have just put historical figures. Like, they, they, un, they, <laughs> uh, they unfreeze fucking Randy Newman, and he's like, I love LA. <laughs> space is the place for Star Trek. And then that's how you'll... Wow. So, this episode's wild, dude. Well, was it? before we get to it, <laughs> I, <laughs> we should we should go well, back in time yeah, ourselves. We, 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 should, should go back. we should go back in time, dude. So this episode first aired on September 21st of 1992. Dan, let us do a bit of time travel of our own, shall we? Now, recall, this is the season premiere. So it's been about three months since the last episode we reviewed, meaning that a lot has happened um, over the summer. So I'm just going to run through a list of movies. First off, we have Batman Returns, as I mentioned last time. A League of Their Own. Cool World, the weird, like, knockoff Roger Rabbit. Universal Soldier. Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. The very first Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie that predates the series by five years. Sucks. Death Becomes Her. Three Ninjas. Unforgiven. Honeymoon in Vegas. Pet Cemetery 2. And Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me. Is Denise Crosby in Pet Cemetery 2? I don't remember. I, I'll bet not. 
But okay. is it? Is yeah, it, no, is it no, one no. Of those... I didn't actually look uh, look up the cast though. Is it Maybe one of those can correct me. movies where they may do a completely new cast just to have it? Probably. That would be my guess, but I didn't actually look into it, so that's my bad. Yeah, I, she's I not in there. Up. She's not in. Clancy Brown's no, in there though. Yeah, <laughs> well, then, 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 I, then that's good then. I yes. have a, a very important question. Yes, mm. very important question. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't want you to think about it. I want you. I'm going to finish the sentence, and you just blurt out, like just yell your answer, dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which one? Of the three ninjas is the best ninja. Rocky. Uh, I don't know Rocky's them. Rocky's well. the only name I can remember, so I guess Rocky. I don't yeah. know them at all. Okay. Wait, from who? From what? Three Say ninjas. Three ninjas. Three ninjas? Oh, I don't It's either know. three ninjas or three ninjas kickback. I almost thought you meant uh, three ninja turtles. I filled no, in the turtle. No, no, no. I, yeah. You, yeah. you, you love turtles. turtles. You're, you're known to love turtles, and you do that turtles everything. <laughs> I was like, like, I, they're like, Michelangelo. I'm sure the three ninjas wouldn't exist without the ninja turtles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they, absolutely. They asked, they asked Sarah, absolutely. They asked Sarah. That's absolutely true. They yeah. asked so Sarah. I, I, I thought you meant, I thought you were saying ninja turtles, and I was ready to say. No. Venus. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they they ask uh, Sarah what her favorite uh, uh, cat is. Like, are you, do you like cats? Yeah, turtle cats. Yeah, I love turtle turtle cats. Uh, do you like doves? Yeah, turtle doves. Um, yeah. Is Michelangelo no. a ninja turtle? Now? Yes, yes, yeah. he is. Okay, he is. It, they're all but, based but, after re- or pa- famous painters. So Michelangelo, uh, what's another one? Raphael, Donatello, oh, Leonardo. Donatello. Leonardo. <laughs> yeah. The three ninjas are are Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum. Tum-tum? I don't remember these. Yeah. I'm going with Tum Tum. <laughs> yeah, that's my vote. Rocky's the best one, uh, but I always get in a fight with an old coworker of ours. I don't yeah, even I know what, I... dif- what is differentiates them. Colt, I'll is be honest, I've never even seen movies. <laughs> yeah, mm. really? No, I, I, I think uh, we should we should do a breakdown of the movies, dude. I think they really right, maybe, maybe one day, maybe one day. Just, All right, moving on, moving on. Value. Enough about the dang ninjas. <laughs> Notable games. <laughs> The very first Kirby game ever, Kirby's Dream Land, released on Game Boy North America in August, oh. as well as the very first Super Mario Kart ever. Oh, wow. Yeah, very, very cool. Very cool. Wait, wait, Super, on, Mario, Super Mario Kart on the Nintendo? Uh, Super, Super Nintendo. Nintendo. Super yeah. Nintendo? Okay. Using yeah, the, the what's it called? What's the, what's the technology? Yeah. But With Mode 7 was in use in Super Mario World, so it was, you know, just more use of the same But, but same it was deal. so it was cool looking. It's so cool looking. <laughs> I know, but a bunch of games are doing it. I know. All right. June 21st, Marina Sirtis got married to a musician <gasps> named Michael Lamper, with whom she stayed married until his passing in 2019, and then she moved back to the UK. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is true. Okay. Yeah. yeah. On the 28th of June, a big old earthquake in Southern California made the news if you were living around there, and it was the called the Landers Earthquake, and I think to date it's the only earthquake I can personally remember where I saw things fall and break in my house. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's also that really summer, scary. Shaquille O'Neal was officially picked up from college ball by the Orlando Magic. And then in July 25th, the t- 1992 Barcelona Summer Olympics kicked off. First since the end of the, well, the first one since the end of the Cold War. First to be unaffected by boycotts. And it was also the first time South Africa was invited back to the Olympics after 32 years because they had recently ended apartheid. So, yeah. Okay. This okay. is this so is in like, September? All in September? Uh, that was in July. Oh. The summer months, right? Like yeah. There's, there's yeah. A few, there were three Remember, months. I'm going over episode. all the summer. Yeah, yeah, it's a busy summer. This um, all happened in one week. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> on a lighter note, it was the first ever appearance of badminton in the Olympics. It was also the first time the U.S. basketball dream team with Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Scottie Pippen, Barkley, and Patrick Ewing 
We're all oh. in the Olympics together. That's so, a yeah, they, they cleaned team. up. <laughs> uh, August 13th, the 25th San Diego Comic-Con was held at the Doubletree Hotel in San Diego. It boasted 22,000 total attendees and special guests included Francis Ford Coppola, Todd McFarlane, William Shatner, and Mr. T. All right. Okay. That's an interesting bunch. Yeah. yeah back when it was a much humbler event. <laughs> yeah, but they still had Shatner. And yeah, August twenty fourth. Wait, wait, was this was this the period of Mr. T when he stopped wearing the jewelry all the time? Uh, I don't know if that would have been <laughs> what, it. That was a very. Jewelry. This was before yeah. his one eight hundred collect like commercials. <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's, that's how you orient yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for that stuff. Um, <laughs> August twenty fourth, Hurricane Andrew. For those who remember mm. him in Florida, hit hit you know that area at the time. Um, and, and also, <laughs> I was not living in Florida at the time. That was, oh, you weren't? Yes, that's no. true. You were, well, were but you? Uh, I was in Canada. She was still Canadian. Was still wow. <laughs> um, but I did have a cousin that did live in Florida during Hurricane Andrew, and she was a little kid. And she had, I remember her describing it to me when she was older, and she had like crazy PTSD. Um, oh, wow. Because like I read it that sounded, it cost like twenty five billion dollars in yeah. damages in Southern oh Fel- Florida alone. It was crazy, and it would just it just sounded like a train was just like running over their house. Like it was just like everything was just so terrifying. And she was a kid, and I think she had to go to therapy and stuff. It was it caused a lot of PTSD for a lot of children. Wow, at the time it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Floor South Florida never forgets Hurricane Andrew. Sheesh. All right, so now that we're finally in September, uh, on the 5th, Batman, the animated series, premiered on Fox Kids on a Saturday. And then on the 12th, a bit of Black History Month tidbit for the podcast Mm. date since we're Mm -hmm. airing this in February. The first black woman launched into space, Mae Jemison, Mm. was part of Endeavor Shuttle's missions. She Love ends it. up in Star Trek at one point as a cameo. Oh, oh. what about that? So yeah, she plays. Dude, the spoiler chief. alerts, dude! You got to warn. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, and that concludes our trip around the sun. Batman was a Fox show originally. Yeah, Fox oh, Kids. I, I always yeah. associated with being a WB show. That's crazy. That's after it was Superman, it was, the animated series, took yeah. everything, oh. and yeah, and then they did the new, the Batman Superman Adventures. They did the World's Finest three parter, wow. and then yeah. Batman was on WB. But I mean, wow. a lot of shows in general, uh, they're produced by one company and then released. Yeah, by I just, I just in my brain now. It was always now, a if WB you'll show, recall, yeah. Fox Kids is also where Animaniacs debuted and where Tiny Toons used to be. Yeah. 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 Is that, I guess I always associate as WB because the first thing you see is the WB logo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that might be why, even if it was on another channel, maybe as a kid, I was like, ah, WB. <laughs> I have a fun yep. fact for today. Oh. What's that? It is Eugene Wesley Rod Roddenberry Jr.'s birthday today. Oh, right. It as is. the date of recording. Date of recording, uh, uh, February 5th. He's, oh, birthday. shit. Yeah. It's, it's actually a big birthday for him. He's 50. Oh, all right. Who is? Who is? Uh, Rod, Gene Roddenberry's son. Who? He, oh. he he made his middle name Wesley? Oh, God. That's, well, his middle we name. It, yeah, wasn't uh, Gene Originals? Or Gene Roddenberry. Gene Seniors? Yeah. So did yeah. he just copy his name exactly as and just put a junior, I guess? Essentially, yeah. Well, well that's Eugene what a junior Wesley, is, right? Rod yeah. Roddenberry. And so I guess he goes by Rod. Is he, is he involved with the Star Trek at all? 
Yes. No, not really. Then he uh, become the, he started to become directly involved in Star Trek franchise in 2016 when he signed on as an executive producer for the TV series Star Trek Discovery. Executive producer in quotes. Yeah, it means uh, it means he just he signed off some rights. He's 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 famously uh, earlier in his life tried to distance himself from Star Trek uh, yeah. until he realized that hey, uh, one, it's hard to distance yourself from star trek when you're gene roddenberry's son yeah and two yeah. you might you're also might as well you know capitalize oh, on wow. it a bit. <laughs> so as a, as a young man he was not really familiar with star trek he never watched it yeah he so didn't really good like good being associated with it yeah yeah i feel like that's a very common story for kids of celebrities they just don't aren't that interested in their so, parents uh, work. yeah i guess basically after his father died he began to be like well what's this What's the Star Trek thing about? <laughs> and I mean, then he I mean, wasn't. Why do people care about it? I mean, so much? I mean, I mean, I know, I know a certain son of a son of a bitch. <sighs> tread lightly, tread, tread lightly. I know. So this guy's dad owns a professional sports team, mm-hmm. and this person that I know has zero interest in that in said sports team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it it it's very like common like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you know, think about like the my, shit your dad's into. Are you into you know the shit? You're exactly. Into? Like my dad's a musician. I'm, not, I'm never going to yeah. be a musician. You know, it's yeah. the same thing. You know. So this 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 little tidbit was interesting. Roddenberry struggled initially with his father's near legacy stature among Star Trek fans, commenting, "A son cannot identify with a mythical figure. My father was put up on a pedestal throughout my life." So I guess like. I guess that is really hard to like grow up with someone who everyone thinks is like this godlike figure and has this like fandom around him, and and then Which, you just you know, and then and then your dad just is like grounds you or something or is a jerk, and you're like, oh, but it's just you dad. also know that he's just some guy, you know, yeah. And ultimately, Gene Roddenberry was just a guy, you know. There's a, there's, it's it is a little annoying uh, when I and I do see comments that are like. Oh my God, you guys are being critical of Gene Roddenberry. And it's like, yeah, he's a yeah. person. Like, it's not like he was perfect yeah. in any way. He's, well, I think, I feel like his son, <laughs> his son is trying to say that, like, I saw him put up on a pedestal, but like, I knew him for like the real person he was. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, all, everyone you know around I mean? him is telling him, your dad is amazing. Your he's, dad's fucking amazing. And he's like, well, he's just my dad. Like, he's not like yeah. this godlike figure who created it. Like, you could, you know, yeah. He's he my helped. dad, and he walks around in underwear in the house and does all these <laughs> weird things. And he swings I mean, with other women. There's no celebrity <laughs> that isn't subject to some degree of this, where you know. Yeah. Well, happy happy fiftieth, Rod. I, I, I don't, not not for me. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Unhappy happy birthday. 50th. Yeah, uh, I don't want nah, to be nah. lumped up into this birthday <laughs> bullshit, dude. Hell, happy fiftieth. Hope you're getting drunk. <laughs> And specifically uh but anyway let's just do our sponsors really quick because yeah. uh one of them is our old faithful express vpn y'all know how reliable express vpn is and y'all know how fast it is uh you know what I- i'm not going to do the talking points this time because you can just google express vpn for yourself look at the reviews it's yeah. consistently reviewed it as one of the best if not the best vpns out there that's why we independently chose v- express vpn for our own vpn before we even started the podcast you know before we even yeah. uh you know did any of this stuff uh and we actually reached out to them because i liked express vpn well we didn't reach I, out we just we just signed up for the free trial 
Well, no, for the affiliate thing. You were like, oh, yes, do, yes, yes, yes. You want to yes, do yes, a thing? Yes. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So, you know, so they're, they're cool. They got a password manager built in. They have ad blocker built in. It's super good. Up to eight devices, 10 gigabit speed, super fast. This is a great service. So you can head on over expressvpn.com. Can you do this ad read in the Mark Twain voice, please? <laughs> head on over to expressvpn.com slash newbie Star Trek. And if you sign up for 12 months... You'll get three months for free. That's forty nine percent off. <laughs> so much better. Yeah. It's really putting me in the mood for this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you don't like it, thirty day money back guarantees. You can just send it right back. So again, expressvpn.com slash newbie star trek. If you sign up for twelve months, they'll give you three months for free. And also, so Exter is our other sponsor. And you guys know about Exter, small compact wallets. But they have a new wallet that I think is more exciting than their solid gold wallet. And I kind of want to ask for a sample of it. Do tell. It is their brushed copper wallet. And it looks really good, actually. Uh, Like like the gold wallet, you're like, oh, it's cool. It's like a solid gold wallet. It's kind of a novelty that you have an 18 karat gold wallet. It's a baller move, dude. It's a baller, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that brushed copper. You know who wallet. has a? You, you, do you know who know, who has a, a gold wallet, dude? Who? Fucking Drake, dude. Probably. No, he. No. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, dude. Do you know what he did? Speaking of of just like Sorry, he holds premium his shit, hot sauce dude, premium shit, premium shit. <laughs> no, dude. He had a birthday party, and for all the the ladies, he had a, one of those claw machines with fucking mm-hmm. Chanel bags. Oh wow! But those never bags. those never work. They're like uh, exactly, they're like, dude. Uh, the trick. The, yeah. the tri- the, <laughs> he the, kept the all the Chanel bags for himself. The jokes yeah. on the jokes on them for being like, oh, we're going to we're, we're going to Drake's party. <laughs> oh, uh, I say we're going to Drake's party. <laughs> well, the way those claw machines usually work is that there are only there's only one out of every so many chances that it actually has any grip at all, and then that's when you have an actual chance. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You only Otherwise, have an actual chance some of the time. Otherwise, it's cheating. But I <laughs> yeah. blew a lot of money to win a little something. Oh boy! Yes. You know, so so if you guys want to cake, you guys want to check out that wallet and other things Exter has, just go to exter.com, e k s t e r dot com, and uh, use our offer code newbie. N-E-W-B-I-E, and it gets you up to 25% off any order site-wide as it stacks with ongoing sales. It's a pretty good deal, if I say so myself. And, you know, know, free shipping, any order, $50 or more. Free returns within 100 days of receiving your order, a 12-month warranty on all products. And I think they're still doing it, the free gift, with any order above $90. So again, head on over to exter.com and use our offer code newbie when you check out. There is technically a vanity link if you're in the YouTube version or in the podcast description. Dude, you're seeing it now, but Marvin, it's complicated. You don't need to. I want that fucking copper wallet too, dude. God, uh, it looks yeah. good, right? God, I'm skeptical dude. of your newfangled technology coming in here. <laughs> Oh, God let me take damn. a Trying look. to mess me... up our timeline with your fancy copper brush wallet. Oh, it's nice. It actually it's looks nice. really nice, actually. I'm like, oh, that's seems- God okay. damn it, dude. I hate you, Esther. <laughs> Esther, whatever your name is. <laughs> no, they've, only, right. they, they've only been our sponsor for like two years. <laughs> it's fine. They still seem to like us anyway, so just say whatever the hell you want, Ricardo. I want to say this, though. Yeah. Are we done with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. I want to say this, guys, for the people who have been listening for five seasons starting on sixth, uh, I want to thank everybody. It's been a, yeah. it was a good journey. Uh, it's been fun. I some There's been points where I'm like, ah, this, 
the show's so stupid. And then, and then there's <laughs> days where I'm like, oh, wow, that really spoke to me. That, that, that was a beautiful show, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, thanks for listening. That it, it does mean a lot. Thanks for the, the comments, the, the, the likes, the, uh, the subscribers, all that. Uh, but yeah. if you don't like us and you leave a horrible message or send hate mail, thank you too, dude. Because yeah. you took, or, or do that, sorry, mm-hmm. they, them, yeah. uh, because you took the time of your day to be like, you know what? I fucking hate you guys. That means the world to us. Not that I don't, I didn't just yeah. turn you guys off. Like I didn't, I didn't just turn off the podcast. I didn't lower the volume. I, I did that and got upset so much that I sat down and write a, wrote a strongly worded letter. Um, so thank you yeah. for that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it all it's all it's all good um and if you want to leave us a review go on ahead and positive or negative we don't give a fuck yeah Whatever. wherever you are uh, you if know. you're and if you're a new listener and you're like i'm starting with season six because that's my favorite season let me tell yeah. you this if you're easily offended oh boy <laughs> this isn't this isn't for you <laughs> buckle maybe. up and, and it's fine and it's fine like not everything you know i fucking hate Black licorice. Mm, okay, no, okay. Really? But some people love like black licorice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I scared All you guys. Holy moly! Kept his hang for a, a nanosecond yeah, there. Yeah, but there, almost but like Kanye people, West there. But yeah. there's people. There's people that love black licorice. I like black licorice actually. Yeah. I'm one of those. So people, see, yeah. see, like yeah. there's, there's people yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't yeah. go to the store and, and just go like, well, I'm gonna try this black licorice, even though I know I fucking <laughs> hate it. Uh, so you know what? We're not for everybody that's fine that's yeah. okay we could be also, in the novelty store Black to be fair store. Yeah. this is a weird episode to start <laughs> i'm not gonna tell you what nationality <laughs> my lawyer is mm-hmm. i would argue this is, this is starting at the, the second part of a of a two-parter it's probably not a great place to start your podcast yeah they're very there are yeah. probably very yeah. few people who are yeah. beginning here with us don't but, start um, here. If you already made it this this far and go to go back, go start somewhere else. <laughs> you know what? Just just watch any other episode, really. <laughs> it's fine. You know what? I see the opposite of this, these guys. Start here. Tarantino <laughs> the shit out of it, dude. Be confused. Start here, go forward, go back. This is not Tarantino. Just, now, th- now this is a memento. We're mementoing it because yeah, we're so dude. confused. Well, <laughs> well, only if you go backwards sequentially. Yeah. <laughs> it's also a time weird time work. Oh, episode. also a time thing. Oh, yeah. well, speaking of of time, let's look back at an old recording of Denise Crosby and see what she says. Ricardo, could you please tell us what happened in this episode? Oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. Oh, wow. Oh, it's funny. Um, <laughs> Her voice was very scary to me for a minute. I don't know why. Why? I don't know. It was just jarring. <laughs> I've heard it so many times. I know, I know. But this time it just really took me off guard. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, Season six hits different. It does. It does. Yeah. It does hit different. So Mark Twain, he's hanging out and he's he's a fucking rat, dude. Oh he's yeah. He's hanging out this reporter, dude. He is interfering like snitch, crazy. Dude. Wait, yeah, hold on. I, I want to ask this question. Ask- Were they counting on the audience to feel like this was a reveal that Mark Twain is Sam Clemens? I don't like, think so. Like it's not supposed to be common knowledge to them. I'm I actually I'm actually not sure what common knowledge was at the time. I feel so like I don't they, know if this is supposed uh, to be like, feel like uh, it might be sort 50, of like 50, a wait, Dan, but, I, Dan, but I feel like think, there was a do you think Dan that like after this airing like or after 92 
there was a big Mark Twain blow up. Like, <laughs> like, oh, fuck, dude. like well, don't you think not, like he's just always been like the same amount of famous, and then he hasn't either gone up or down? Like it's just well, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like Samuel Clemens being his actual name. Cause he, I don't think a lot of people know that. I didn't know that. But I think so. in the show, I think there's a line where someone tries to call him Mr. Twain. He goes, "No, Sam Clemens." As like, yeah, yeah like as though yeah, he reporter. makes a point to to right. say that. Yeah, yeah so I yeah. think I think they're not trying to like make it a reveal. I think they're trying to like clarify. A lot of that people the don't know historical figure. It's not, I, I don't think know. it's a I don't think it's a reveal. I think it's more of like they're trying to be like, okay, maybe people don't know. Uh, okay, because this ties into clear. like <laughs> this ties into an issue that I have with an episode overall because the his watch um, yes. inside of the inside of the cave like has mm-hmm. an inscription on it that says like SC on it mm-hmm. as SRC, though it's some big yeah. mystery. Yeah, but it's just his watch, and it's like, well, you know, it's his watch. Why would it not be his watch? Yeah. I, d- you know, why? Because what is what is the problem? They have had with every season cliffhanger part two. They only only wrote the first part and didn't write the second part yet. So they had to. It's (laughs) true. It's true. (laughs) So they Mm. had to be like, well, we planted that clue. What could that mean? Uh, it's just we. He just left his watch there. So just, just, was this just Mark Twain? Just the pieces together. God damn it! Was this Mark Twain <laughs> character supposed to be representative of his actual personality and persona? Was I don't he know. this like? There's a theory that he went fu- to the future and then back. <laughs> it's based on events. <laughs> uh, not a lot of people know this though. A little trivia: There's a young artist called uh, Shania Clemens, and she changed her name to Shania Twain. Uh, <laughs> I caught it before it happened, so this time uh, it didn't get me. Oh my god! Um, all right, so um, I reject it. I reject this. I'm so I'm so I'm yeah, that so one. No, <laughs> whoever's editing this episode, put um, put on that song underneath that joke. The, Let's go, girls, and then you know. Yeah. Um, all right. It. So this episode starts off and fucking Mark Twain, piece of shit, fucking ratting people out. And he's talking about like, hey, I'm, I'm getting evidence. These guys are time travelers. And he fucking hates them. He's yeah. not curious at all. Like for someone who like is a writer, he's not curious at all to be like, yeah. the thing is, well, what are like, these? He wants to like, stop to? them, I yeah. guess. Like yeah. he wants to be Which is weird because in the kind. first episode, he seemed nearly curious. Yeah. In this mm. episode, he seems like he it is now his life goal. To yeah. stop time travelers. Or so yeah. he says. I don't like, actually what, believe it. Where did that yeah. swerve happen? Why did he suddenly become so angry? He's like, we should we should make a, a, a bureau, a time cop bureau. <laughs> uh, <laughs> by the way, if you're a fan of Van Damme, Time Cop is a beautiful movie. Watch it. That's okay. Um so these um the, the he, he Mark Twain's talking to the reporter and saying like oh, I'm gonna get evidence I'm gonna fucking bring these guys down these piece of shit fucking time travelers mm-hmm. and then you have the aliens that are that are you know in hide in pl- hiding in plain sight mm-hmm. and like they're not good at hiding dude because you no. you look at them and you're like these guys are villains they're acting they they are weirdly stiff yeah and they're also like looking at everybody yeah and then like that cane sticks out dude no one has a fucking snake cane dude yeah. And they never explain why they can like transmo- transmogrify themselves to look like humans. Yeah, sort I don't of get any of. They it. don't explain a lot about these. They aliens. still haven't ex- really explained how the mechanics work. The Ophidian yeah. like snake 
thing that can turn into a real animal sometimes yeah. with enough energy. What the hell is any of that? And and also don't they know. don't explain they don't explain like what are they sucking? Like quote the soul? Or what are they sucking, dude? <laughs> they they, they use like, logical <laughs> energy. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to know the answer to that question? all the brain juice. Uh, uh, well, semen, I, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> well, all the brain. Wait semen. a minute. Wait a minute. Are they only taking men? Men's souls? No, they took uh, women. They took women. They took women too. I think there's yeah. women. There's women in the cholera place. Are you sure? I think don't so. Discriminate. Yeah. Oh, well, they never explicitly I, state yeah. that they're only taking men. So I guess so, but. But mm-hmm. I've only, you only see them sucking the souls of dudes. The old mm-hmm. homeless dude, the, the, mm-hmm. the 49er. The 49er, mm-hmm. yes. The, the, the old dude there that it was in, in the hospital in this episode. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what they really dude. wanted is, is come. Well, you said it, my friend. Um, so Thanks for the, the clarification. <laughs> yeah. uh, so th- in this episode, they're already, like, there's a big old time jump. Or there's from the first episode to this episode because yes. like they all have uniforms and like they have an apartment and like the, their rent <laughs> is already due. Yeah, yeah. They get all that. Like they show yeah. up in their uniforms just, with nothing. They have no replicator. Yeah. What did they, they do? Just to get said all we're that? gonna skip all this. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> rent is due. So that uh, that that's a month. That That's a month. Okay, my head can is that like appropriate clothes just manifested on them like in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> well, also, apparently they were going to write a ton of how did we get situated here? And there was going to be like stuff where like they go out of their way to show that they've been there for several months. And like Picard would remark on how bad the food is right in this century because he's used to like fancy French food. I would dig that. Like I yeah. wanted more yeah. of them being out of time. Like that was yeah. the bits of the episode that I actually really liked. And then, yeah, and then so- Riker, Riker could have been like, it's fucking dusty everywhere. Everything's so <laughs> fucking dusty, dude. He's like, you can't walk anywhere without getting dust on you. Yeah, like like Ronald Moore was like, why didn't we do more stuff with them interacting with the 1890s? I think he was I think he was annoyed that there was so much Mark Twain stuff when it I was annoyed by that. It should have been more Enterprise interacting with the 1890s stuff. Yeah, let me tell you what, dude. This would have been a funny like 10 episode, like 10 rating episode for me, Mm -hmm. just because like it's just funny. Mm -hmm. But Mark Twain fucked it up, dude. In mm-hmm. fact, now because of this episode, I hate Mark Twain. I wonder, <laughs> like, if my kid Huckleberry brings a book, Finn, like, go fuck like, yourself. Oh, we, we gotta we gotta read fucking Huckle, Huckleberry Finn. Don't like, let other like, people make you book, hate dude. Mark Twain. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Mark Twain, dude. No, Mark Mark Twain Twain that's very unfair. If there's a Mark Twain book in this house, it gets burned. Oh my god! You'll hold your own book burning. I really (laughs) do, Marvin. Didn't you tell me that while we were watching this, you said that the person playing this is a Mark Twain imposter? No, I'm kidding. Personator. So I've been told. I don't know if it's fully true, but I've been told that the actor does lots of different roles in general. Even in Star Trek, he does a bunch of roles. But apparently, one of the things he used to do was a professional Mark Twain impersonator. So so silly. Like, what is even? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's like 
you know, the professional Bill Gates impersonator from Nathan for you, right? Well, like be one of those people like are impersonators period. of everything. <laughs> yeah, they're like period reenactment really? villages and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? I just I don't know. It, it's such I don't know. Like, why is Mark Twain in this? F- I don't understand him in this. I mean, episode, I get the like, idea. I get the I fun get of interacting with the historical figure. I, I we didn't pro- need it though. No, like, but I think no. The problem is that, is that they made it central instead yeah. of like a fun thing to interact with. And he was annoyed. He's the primary villain, and it's kind yeah. of like he's like well, not primary. He's like the secondary villain, and it's kind of annoying because he's kind of getting in the way versus like being a fun interaction. Uh, yeah, he's just a meddler. Yeah, he's a meddler. Yeah, no one likes a meddler. Yeah, it's it's annoying because it's like explain more, please. And they decided to just instead spend most of it on Mark Twain and what he does because you could do some fun stuff with him if he wasn't being a jackass. You know, like when he does come on the Enterprise, it's like, oh, that's kind of funny. Mm. Mark Twain on the Enterprise. Mm. And you're like, I don't know about that. It was okay. I just didn't like his his character portrayal. Yeah, you know, look, we're shitting on Mark Twain a lot, but it's his fault for writing. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Uh, dude. Seriously, like I was having fun and every time he'd come back mark twain i'd be like fuck dude like yeah it's funny because the moment the moment they show up in their period clothing you're like oh that's kind of fun yeah they look they look kind of fun and like like uh Riker dressed up as like a bobby you know like good (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. i like how (laughs) he looks it's like these are cool costumes for them yeah i like like, i want these alt skins yeah i Crusher actually looks really nice in her dress. Uh, I think Deanna and her purple dress also look really. For some reason, Picard's the only one dressed like a hobo. Everyone else is dressed kind of nice. Why is <laughs> they it? just Why gave is him back his like winery duds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. I guess. <laughs> They're like, I just got off the boat from the French winery. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm a true uh, Frenchman. Me <laughs> with my accent, can't you see? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't listen to him. <laughs> That must be extra confusing in a period, you know? <laughs> They're like, so you're French. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, weird. That, Mr. That, Pickard. That, that's, yeah. <laughs> um, and then so it's, it's uh, what's her face? The doctor and uh, Riker and they're like they're like kind of like they're basically investigating with what like what's happening and basically they figure out like oh these two, these ghouls are time travelers and like they're soul suckers you know like the money right. and fucking Bubba Hotep and <laughs> and and they're like um we gotta like do this and that and they're stuck in time and then the fucking old lady the landlord shows up and she's what is she British or something <laughs> I think she's supposed to be Irish Irish yeah and yeah, she's, yeah and she's like makes me wish O'Brien was with them Mrs. Carmichael yes uh, they would have they would have kicked it up they would have like had a great relationship maybe it was O'Brien's um, ancestor Mrs. Could be. Carmichael yeah. yeah yeah maybe and and so uh, she's like hey Picard you piece of shit fucking rents Pickard she calls yeah. Pick- yeah, Pickard <laughs> Pickard but then and, she, I think she slips up once and says Picard. Actually, oh, does she? Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she does. does. Yeah, yeah, that's the actor. And then, up. and and then, basically, <laughs> she's like, "Hey, Prince, do this week tomorrow. Like, you better have the fucking money, dude. I'll beat the shit out of you." Dude. <laughs> um, and then they're like, um, they're like, uh, "Well, don't worry, we're, we we we're a troop of actors." And then you're like, "Okay." Oh, yeah, <laughs> they just explained at that moment. So you see, we're. Actors. Yeah, like even, how did even, they get this far without having to say anything? <laughs> yeah, like I know, I know. It's not thought out. It's just yeah. not thought out. <laughs> and then and and then uh you cut back to the fucking Mark Twain being a fucking 
nosy fucking Parker. nosy bitch. And he and he basically bribes the the bellboy to let him into the room. And is this the same bellboy? Is the one that helped? Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. It is. Oh, this guy's a piece of shit. And turns dude. out he's but an it, author too. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. an author. Yeah. <laughs> turns out he's also there. Are a bunch of famous authors just hanging out in San Francisco. <laughs> but this guy is a piece of shit because like how fun. Like he, he'll do whatever it takes for money. Like, well, that, that is his character. He is also Mark Twain did kind of trick him. He did say Mark Twain did tell him, Hey, I'm looking for a letter of intent. Yeah. We're friends. And he accidentally took something from me. And so I'm only here to grab my property. Again, this might, this makes Mark Twain look like a fucking asshole, dude. Uh, Kind of, kind of, which he is in real life. Um, (laughs) So, so he, he might have been. yeah, you know he is. He is. He was, or if is. he's still alive with he's all still this. Here. He's, he still is. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, this machine. I remember this is a fucking gizmo. And then he takes a chip off the machine, and then, and then the bellboy just leaves him there, dude, to just fuck around, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, goddamn, bellboy, like, has no fucking honor, dude. This piece of shit fucker, dude. And like, he takes uh, old Mark Twain takes the fucking the what I what I would call the um the flux capacitor of the gizmo, yeah. you know. And yeah. he hides in the closet, and he's not a very sneaky guy, dude. No, because immediately, like two minutes in, he like sneezes or makes a noise, and like. Well, he drops well, the reason why he, yeah, he drops it because thing. Data says, "Hey, that thing that he that he oh, lifted right, off my right. machine is gonna kill him." Basically, <laughs> yeah, I need it's to let super him know. toxic if you hold yeah. on to it, and then comically we hear like a drop, like a that's true, that's there. true, clatter, and and he gets he gets yeah. him out of there, and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna expose you, dude. You time traveling fucks. I'm gonna I'm gonna expose you guys, and I'm, and you guys shouldn't be here. You guys gotta get get out of my time, dude. Why didn't they beat this the is, shit out of him for invading there? Yeah, like his <laughs> reaction to being discovered is also kind of like a jerkish reaction it's like he gets indignant about being discovered for doing something wrong and it's like oh fuck this guy get out of my this room sucks <laughs> yeah this isn't then, the real mark twain <laughs> and then it cuts to fucking picard like being a fucking like lamp boy or something like he's, he's playing a bug he's, but what 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 is he doing, dude? Like, so he plants a bug so that yeah, but, it'll detect what is he, the waves. Is he supposed to be like a like that dude from fucking um, Mary Poppins? You know what? What what does he do? You know the the Mary Poppins sequel, the Lin Manuel character. Doesn't he like light bulbs and like light lamps at night? Oh, that's what they used to do back in the day for right? for, for for gas lamps. You know, yeah. And I forgot so he, there was a sequel. <laughs> he puts he puts uh, he puts a, a like a bug or like a like a. A, a tracker or something yeah that like measures the fucking midichlorines in the fucking alien some some shit yeah gonna it, measure it, it basically room. it basically because <laughs> when the aliens show up it goes beep, 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 beep. yeah so it's like it like i think it measures like their midichlorines whatever they have in their in their yeah. souls or something yeah but anyway like they're trying to figure out what like what's happening and stuff and then sure enough as soon as Riker leaves and also like these people they look shady as shit, dude. Oh, yeah. They look shady. Like, how did Riker walk past them? Yeah. And then just be like, ah, just a weird, well-dressed couple. And, you know, mm-hmm. like. With a Lucius Malfoy cane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah, dude. These are and, fucking Slytherins for sure. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. also, like, there's no other people that look like that in this in this setting here. Not no, even, not. Not no. even, not even, like. N- not even they're uh, a little overdressed face. is yes. what it is yeah. not even Jordy looks that fucking like well dressed yeah and he's well dressed yeah. dude yeah and w- what I like about Jordy is that like because I-, I was wondering how they're going to do for the visor but like yeah I yeah. guess he's j- he just flying yeah. blind when he takes off the visor right <laughs> he- yeah, he yeah, yeah. Blind without the visor? he's he's fully blind yeah yes. 
So oh, he good. just puts the sunglasses on. They cheated a little bit because technically he has neural interfaces on his temples that would still be showing if he put on glasses. But whenever they switch it out, they're magically gone. Uh, so, you know, they just. They just I mean, awesome you can just say that they're perfectly hospital, covered though. by the arms of the, of the glasses. Yeah. Sure, sure. There's a crazy <laughs> fight scene, though, in this. This well, we're not, we're not, we're not there yet. So, so, so the fucking the, the gizmo goes off, right? Beep, 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 beep. And then Beverly's like, oh, like she kind of like looks around, like, oh, they're here. It's like no shit, they're here. The thing's going off, and right. and she turns around, and those really well dressed people are standing standing next to this guy who's like basically almost dead, like he's he's in his deathbed, mm-hmm. and 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 she's like, oh fuck, and then she she uses. Where does she pull? Where does she pull the look the combat from? Where does she? I have think she just, she just just has she it in her pocket. In her probably. pocket. Right. Yeah, she has a lot right. of like folds in her clothing. She's, it's probably somewhere. Yeah. And she basically rolls up and she's like, "Oh, this patient. Uh, the doctor says that." Blah blah blah. She starts making small talk and stuff. And she kind, she's kind of stalling basically. And uh, fucking Jordy shows up. And these Which is also them. just just to quickly imply this in, this implies they she has fully integrated into the hospital system because she's yes. a working nurse. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. somehow that quickly. But but, but so yeah. is this, so is this, so is this other nurse that shows up, the alien nurse. I I guess. I yeah, guess they, she I, has she has the no same one nurse uniform anything on in as old well. I guess she has go. access. Yeah, that, that's yeah. It's weird. really but bizarre. It's biz- and, and also maybe they I, asked her for permission to work there. <laughs> that was oh, she yeah. was told. Beverly <laughs> met that lady first, and I was like, "Can I work here as a nurse?" She said, "Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. sure. I'm totally a nurse here too. Also, that lady's yeah, yeah. boss with you. I don't know. Yeah, because she is wearing the same type of yeah. uniform under the coat." There's two catch me if you cans happening at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so fucking Jordy just beats like what Sarah's saying. The fucking Jordy beats the shit oh out of this God, guy. Just so fucking man. Jordy strong man. Just yeah, fucking good job, for you, Jordy. Jordy. Yeah, knocks him down. Yeah. And then, Don't need and, then <laughs> and then fucking Riker's like, "You move, and I'll fucking I'll smoke you guys." And they just disappear. They're like out. They couldn't bring Worf, could they? Huh? Yeah. Like no, Worf. No. Worf would have been really <laughs> funny in this <laughs> setting. Yeah, but they just can't. I mean, he's they, just a deep a diver little, scuba helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would need some sort of crazy hat on him. That would be the only way. He's like uh, they're, they're they're like they're like the only hat that that'll make you passable is yeah. like an old timey fucking texas style fucking oh, like big hat 50 you know, like, gallon hat <laughs> you have to have a you have to have a texan accent and he's like yeah. all right partner uh, <laughs> see this would be great what if they all had to make accents oh, no. had well, to be basically like, yeah what i actually wanted was star trek 4 but in the 1800s instead that's what i wanted yeah. Oh, they knew. There's a reason why they the were in one San the, Francisco. Yeah, they know why the one with the whales is one of the most popular Star Trek movies because it's just people are out of. No, time. they didn't because they went in all all in on Mark Twain instead. Yeah, yeah that's true. And then and then fucking the real fucking fuzz show up, and then they go to Riker like, "Who the fuck are you, dude?" And he's like, "Oh, my name's Tim. I'm from like the um, I'm from the downtown downtown." Unit. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's like, he's like, "I work the downtown I'm unit. downtown." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "No, it's a Utica." expression <laughs> and, and he's like he's like and you and and, and and the cop doesn't go like this this is the weirdest for of people like like, yeah. Yeah. like <laughs> he never, he never, he's like we're gonna get to the bottom of this but but he never goes like what the fuck's going on dude you guys have the 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 blind black man the <laughs> weird policeman the fucking chimney sweep here and <laughs> 
a nurse and then like uh, probably a, a, a lady that like is not a good psychic. Yeah. Um, he yeah. knows he's, she, oh. he actually knows right away she's a bad psychic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did anyone you know, catch the comment that the, the cop said where he, they take the cane from Jordy and he's like, this is a gentleman's cane, which yeah. is like a slight little racist. Like just a tiny bit of period yeah, racism. Yeah, period a little, racism. Little tinge, a little tiny, tiny sliver of, of it, it where they usually like, weren't ooh. letting you see any. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, that's was a little, fascinating. There's a little tinge of it. They just touched it tiny, yeah. tiny yeah. bit. Just a little yeah, yeah. bit. They, they couldn't drop the, the N-word on the fucking on, on <laughs> yeah, they public television. Get- <laughs> Yeah, this this no episode way. suddenly gets really heavy, and Jordan's yeah. like, "Oh right, <laughs> oh, no. that's what this time period is." Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so so he takes the cane God. away. I wa- I wanted I wanted to I want you to 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 do this. To, okay, if you can do this, Marvin, uh, take the scene, and when he says "gentlemen," just bleep it out. Just put a beep. <laughs> so he says, "This is a beep game." Um, and so, and then, and then, just to see how that that looks. Um, and then he takes the cane, and he's like, "Oh, this is a beautiful fucking cane. Uh, it's a Dean Kane." Um, and uh, and then they're like, "We're all going to take from downtown. Citizen Kane." And then Riker goes, he looks around, and he's like, "Hey, I just want you to know, I, I, I." Uh, I admire law enforcement. And then he fucking beats the shit out Palm of him. Palm Hill dude. strike. Bam. Why does yeah, he say dude. that? Like, just <laughs> to distract him? Like, I, don't I know. think, I think well, this he was. feels bad for, you know, having to yeah. take down the, the, the peacekeeper. Eh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And at this point, fucking, they rolled out and Data's there with the fucking yeah, horse and buggy. The horse Data buggy. pulls and up. How did Data find them? Because uh, of the machine he had made? His machine went off and was like, oh, I'm got detecting it, time it. activity. God, and got it. That, that was the whole yeah. point of that device. Just time so activity. It's, yeah. <laughs> so they had a times a- McGrath. They, yes, they take yes. the cane home. That would have been okay. Let me, let me. It is really funny. Let me go back. They, they, let me go they, back a bit. They, they like fly away, and the cops are just running on foot, yelling with, like, whistling their whistles, and then they're just useless. They, they have no yeah, way I know. of catching they, us. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll um, never catch them now. <laughs> so they're like, they're like, describe them. And he's like, all I can remember is the color boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. racist. Exactly. Uh, I mean, he was blind. It'd be pretty easy to remember. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. For so, some okay. reason, the one they mentioned is one is an albino. Like that's yeah, dude. Yeah, he's like, well, he's like, I, it was either like, that or mention the colored boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the blind the two, man. He could have said the blind man. No, no, no that would have been not, too conspicuously yeah, not the right thing to say. True, yeah. That's true. That's, that's not the first thing. You're right. You hear, so. You're right. You're I mean, right. the cops wouldn't even say that now, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Um, okay. Uh, um, so. Uh, and, if, and if you're a cop listening to this, you know cops are racist, dude. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're nodding right now. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, he's right. He's fucking right, man. And so let me tell you this, dude. Rewind it back. This is what I would have loved to see. Okay, the the episode starts off, and Deanna Troy is using her fucking her powers oh. as a psychic and she's like i'm a gypsy yeah you know <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah and, and she's doing fortune telling or something and like just making oh bo- boatloads of so money much more interesting that is some basic like x-men shit <laughs> 
and like and like that's how they're that's how they got like the apartment and that's how like and like they have they could have like a really cool base instead of they do this stupid fucking bit in, in the next scene where they're like they bring in the landlord to fucking read a fucking scene from the play like that time could have been that. devoted to just delete that scene Make yeah. her a fucking um, uh, a psychic. Yeah. And she's making money, dude. Because she does or nothing she, else the episode. She is dude, just there. She doesn't, Marvel. like, do anything. Yeah. She's a better she really fucking poker player. She she's a better poker anything. player than anybody. No, she, she can read minds. Mark right? Twain. <laughs> oh. Can she read minds completely? No. She, so, okay. Remember, she's a shitty betazoid. Uh, okay. So she can only read emotions. Okay. She well, can't read okay. minds. Okay. So she could read if somebody's happy with a poker hand or, or, or yes, or she can. Poker hand. So, so she definitely can use it to cheat on poker. She could tell if someone's nervous. Like she always says, she goes, I can tell they're nervous captain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so same, same she shit. could have been a psychic <laughs> or, a, or, a, or a, like a poker shark. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that would have been kind of badass if she's like the card shark of yeah, like their dude. group. It well, they already did the it last episode. I know yeah, that, that would be that would be a retread, which is yeah, why I thought when they reunited with him, he would be like, "Yeah, I'm going to pay off all their debts because I'm totally rich and loaded." Yeah, and I, I thought he was going to do already. that. I thought he was going to be the one who's like, "Their your debts are covered. Don't worry. I've been making lots of money in the past." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, but but instead, they let Mark Twain settle all of their debts. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just, just looking at this scene, um, Jordy's Lavar Burton's blind acting is pretty cringe. Well, he's scene. never had to actually act blind before. I know, <laughs> but no, but I'm just saying, as an actor, his blind acting is pretty cringe. That's I what know, I mean. But, yeah, I yeah, know, but yeah, he, yeah. he's never had to act blind because he's had the visor on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just he's saying there, it's, it's never, they're, they're saying it's that not. it's it's poor blind acting because he doesn't get to do it often. That's what they're yeah, saying. That's Sarah. What saying. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. that the director who directed him to the act director this has way. no idea how to yeah, direct dude. a fake blind yeah, person. Dude. Why, why is like, it a given that every director knows exactly how a blind person should? He behave? should have <laughs> never directed Jordy in this way to give this like really Maybe stereotypical performance of a blind person. That I just well, it's possible the the conceit is he's acting like a blind person poorly in the world that could be possible that could be a possibility because he could be like oh i'm because he doesn't know yeah he doesn't know what blind (laughs) people actually (laughs) it's so bad but Um, both jordy both jordy and labar don't know how to act blind that's why because they don't do it often it's cringy um so so they anyway she could have been a fucking psychic and they blew their fucking they blew their chance, dude. They, they make the <laughs> stupid fucking scene with the with the stupid landlord. Two scenes that she has, by the way, that could have been cut for the for like a scene with her making money, and then they just have an apartment. Knock those two scenes out, done. Mm-hmm. And they have more time to devote to like timey wimey stuff. Instead, they wasted the time on the fucking play. Mm-hmm. And so they shoot a laser at the cane, and the cane turns alive, and it's a fucking snake, dude. It's like it's like anaconda, the movie. <laughs> and and uh, Jordy goes, "There's snakes out there that big." It's such a weird concept for this is how our time. This is our time travel device. It it's is so yeah. random, it's so bizarre. Like, why wouldn't it it's be a piece of technology? No, like the snakes. We know for a fact are time travelers. <laughs> well, that that's essentially what they're saying. It's like, well, that's an Ophidian. Like that. Well, it, was like, it was like they, like they they knew right away. They were like, oh yeah, yeah, Ophidians cause minor disturbances in the space time continuum. Therefore, yeah, they must be using this as a way to channel it. And we're like, goddamn cobras! What, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, like I remember it, them uh, immediately knowing that Ophidians were associated with time distortion. But like, just the fact that they knew what an Ophidian was, like right off the bat, and how none of this is weird at all to them. It's like, 
I don't get it. How often do you encounter time snakes? <laughs> Attached time. to canes Everyone that only activate when you want. Why is it only a cane in, when it's phased? When- <laughs> remember, remember, remember in the Bible, it says, it says that, like it says like, Hey Eve, don't eat from the apples tree. <laughs> don't eat apples. They'll, they'll, yeah. They'll make you, they'll give you shame, dude. Two, don't talk to the snake. Cause they're time travelers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like oh to think God. God was like, so I forgot which tree's which, so don't eat from either tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, okay, so he's like, look, there's two, there's two apple trees. One, one of the, they both have snakes, by the way. One snake is a devil. One's a time traveler. Don't not. It's both not, about as bad, so don't yeah, fuck with yeah, that. Yeah, but if, but, if, but if you just time travel, it's fine. But don't talk to Satan. You can talk to the time traveler but but well how will i tell them apart god uh, it's fine you'll figure it out and then yeah. bam dude <laughs> don't worry about it don't worry about it so then like, um, even if you make a mistake i won't be mad yeah yeah i certainly so then, won't be mad at all <laughs> yeah back to back to mark twain scene and then he's talking to the fucking reporter again he's like hey dude Meet me at four p.m. Shut up, Mark Twain. You're the ruining the timeline. <laughs> scoop of the of a lifetime, my man. And he's like, "Oh, you got it, dude." And he's like, "These time travelers coming over here, dude. Bring in their black folks and their gypsies. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're and taking they're our pl- jobs. They're taking our jobs and albinos." And he's like, and he's like, they're, they're coming over here and ruining the past, dude. They should stay in the future, dude. Right. They're probably taking our resources. And so he follows them. He finds them. He figures out that they're going to the cave because he, he overheard. Yeah, them. It, they they've been all trying to get to this cave. In yeah, fact, Guinan's he, only involvement with Data has been so that because she's rich, I guess yeah. she has access. To, she has connections that can get them to this cave. Yeah, which for, she doesn't for, need to. Which they don't need to show her interacting with at all. Yeah, yeah. And so they, she's do they, there too. Do they now. explain why this cave has been treated for time travel? No, no. no. What do you, what it's are you talking just, about? It's just they perfectly don't. where the Davidian wormhole ends up. I don't know. This but is, they don't. They is, end up in Main Street. Oh, yeah, you're right. What the <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah, Here's the thing about this I don't movie. know. They don't explain that. Really. Here's the thing about, the, about this thing. Comments help. It, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's the same cave where the uh, where the DeLorean is. Remember in, in Back to the Future 2? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all the same cave, dude. The cave mm-hmm. of time travel. Mm-hmm. And so... They're all down there and they're like, oh, we got to figure out how to engage this fucking snake, dude. And fucking Mark Twain shows up fucking blasting, dude. He's got a fucking <laughs> gun, dude. And he's like, I will fuck you guys up, dude. First of all, Mark Twain I will shoot man, you. Dude. Yeah, dude. You and found gonna, a gun, so here it is. <laughs> yeah, he's got a cigar in one hand. He's got a fucking blunt in one hand and a fucking gun in the other, dude. And and he he t- basically he says like hey I'll I'll fucking blast you fools like move yeah. over there dude and they, why don't they go why don't they go you got us dude let, let, let's go back to the future you know literally mm-hmm. you know let's mm-hmm. go back yeah. to the future and we'll call it a day but he's like no I gotta expose you guys like what's his plan like he's gonna go are they gonna like they're gonna hang for their crimes of time travel like what's so what I, so, so what I thought was gonna happen when Mark Twain found, cause I don't remember, I, for some reason, part one showed up a lot on BBC, but not part two. So I, I've rare, I don't see this episode very often at all. This what's, what's BBC? Uh, the, the British sh- broadcast. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so, someone else. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. but for, for whatever reason, I thought it was going to be like, Oh, Mark Twain found out about our plan. 
well, he already knows. So we might as well tell him everything. Yes. And he could help us. Yeah. And yeah. that's not what happens. Instead, he is like annoying. Like, wouldn't yeah. it be kind of neat if they like let him in on what's really going on? And then Mark Twain goes, oh, I see. So if I don't help you. Well, that's a cool version of this sort of trope where like you meet the historical figure, they're actually cool and understanding and they help you. I mean, he has written an essentially science fiction book already. So yeah, he, he even sh- references it himself inside this episode. He's a uh, Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's exactly. court. He said exactly. so. So, he sh- so he, you know, Data should be like, well, you know the gravity of the situation. If we stay here, this is a problem. All we're trying to do is get back, you know? <laughs> yeah, he just needs to have one actual conversation with these people, like, on their terms. That's yeah, it. Yeah, they just keep avoiding him. They just keep going, Mr. Twain, get out of here. I don't want to talk to you. And it's like, you already, he's he's heard the whole, the cat's out of the bag. He's already heard about starships. Yeah. He's already, yeah. Like, this is, this is, uh, you might as well just let him in on the, they take him on the fucking Enterprise anyway. So it's like. I know. <laughs> and he goes back to his own time with all of that knowledge anyway. Yeah, yeah. They make no attempt to erase his memory, even though they totally can, because yeah. they've done it before. Yes, they, um, they've explicitly done that before. So. Yeah, they don't give one shit that Mark Twain now has all this knowledge of the 2300s. Yep, they just uh they're like what who's he gonna tell, dude? He's gonna write books. <laughs> um so so this is what happens next. Mm-hmm. The the time travelers, the the snake the anaconda people, they show up and this is, I I hate this so much, dude. <laughs> this angers me so much, dude. That they have this staff mm-hmm. that's a snake. Mm-hmm. It's a time traveling snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's the most important thing, it's a MacGuffin of the whole episode. Yep, mm-hmm. and they give it to the weakest fucking crew member, which is Beverly. <laughs> they don't give it to how give it to fucking Deanna, dude. Maybe she'll do psychic shit and fucking. Also, Deanna has has shown that she knows kung fu. So yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to somebody who doesn't is not going to use it for murder, dude. Which is Deanna, <laughs> dude. And so the time traveler show up, and they fucking they just snatch it from fucking Beverly's hands. Literally mm-hmm. just snatch it, dude. Yeah. And then Data's like fucking fast, dude. He's Data's like he fucking grabs the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And he fucking kung fu's the, the 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 male alien, fucking knocks him down. And then the female alien gets really hurt. But at the same time, I don't know what it does to 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 Data that it overheats his, gets him all horned up or something, and his head fucking pops off, dude. Yeah, it's. They don't explain that. Well, like what happened? Uh, no, so his his body goes through the gate but it's like an explosion so the head pops off yeah but like why did the head pop off because <laughs> this is never this is because they, they found his up. head there damn yeah. it <laughs> here's the thing dan that's what i dan, mean dan, dan you dan, found a gun so here they, it is they never established this at no point look how important this could be dan <laughs> oh we're, we're working remember the time when they were working on him they couldn't figure out they, he literally can go hey pop my head off show me Show me my mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Literally, how cool would that be in the scene? They could they could yeah. do camera tricks. They're holding his head, and then mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh no, no, that's the wrong screw." Like, use that little circuit, dude. Mm-hmm. And they never showed that before. Not until it's convenient they show him fucking losing his fucking head, dude. And so, so this is what happens. He loses his head. He goes through the wormhole, and then the male guy, the male alien, wakes up, and he's like, "Oh shit, dude! This fucking Lindsay's dead, dude, or her fucking name is I don't know. I don't know if she has a name." <laughs> And but he's like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna leave her here. And he fucking books it into the time the wormhole, and then yeah. everyone else does too. Like they're like, ah, oh, fuck it, dude, let's go. Yeah. Well, let's and, just go. Yeah. Yeah. Picard stays well, Picard with, with tells Guinan. them, tells them yeah. to follow, follow them. Yeah. 
And Picard no, stays no. because he has to. I guess so, dude. But guess who else goes? he was very worried about Guinan. He, he just has to, okay? Mark Twain. And Picard doesn't go, hey, Mark, don't fucking go, dude. Just stay here. Mr. Twain. Are you, uh, okay. Huge hypocrite, by the way. Hey, Mr. Twain, you've been complaining about people tr- polluting your timeline this whole time. So you're you're totally willing to just jump to the future. The fuck? The fuck? Yeah. Is also, Picard didn't do anything. He just sat there and, and watched him do it. He could have just like held him. He was at arm's length, dude. He could have just held his coat, dude. But he didn't, dude. Picard's a <sighs> chump, dude, in this episode. <laughs> and so he goes and, and then Riker's like, what the fuck are you doing here? You, you fucking idiot, dude. And he's like, ah, I'm here to solve the case. And it's like, ah, Mark, you piece of shit you just stay in your timeline dude and write your shitty books dude um <laughs> and but but no he's now in the future and so so they take uh they take data's body mm-hmm. and then uh they're, they're basically like there's two things we got to do one is we got to blow up the fucking planet dude you now know yeah. how to make a missile that'll just blow them up two <laughs> we got to reattach the old head from data mm-hmm. to the to the new body and see what right. happens right and so they're doing that and apparently Picard in the past sets up this thing which makes no fucking sense. No fucking sense. Mm-hmm. He do, he like sabotages a circuit in Data's head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to have and like then a code or something. yeah, but to have a code. But how does he program the code, Marvin? How does he program yeah. the code? So uh, I guess allegedly guessing, but, Picard but, knows how to program binary into a positronic brain. Oh, he boy. knows how to do that, but he doesn't know how to write a note. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they didn't find a note, Marvin. <laughs> Why not stick a note in his brain? Yeah, dude. Right? Mm. Or the mouth. You know or they're going to check his brain. Yeah. Or the mouth. No, like, like pa- did he have paper and pencil somewhere? I'm, I'm sure there's fucking paper and pencils somewhere Sarah, in this goddamn Sarah, place. Sarah, no, Sarah, <laughs> he, he can literally go outside and come back it's in. It's a working mine. Yeah, he dude. has 500 years to write the note. <laughs> he doesn't have to he do it that day. He can't leave Guinan. <laughs> yeah. For yeah, some, reason he's, some reason he's like, I have to stay right next to her the whole time. Or also, she'll die. <laughs> also, he could have just left and left her with a goddamn fucking Mark Twain, dude. <laughs> and Guinan's smart enough for or, to figure it out, right? Yeah, yeah. We should figure it out this much so far. She would Yeah, no, but I mean, like, to just get out of the trouble, you know? Just yeah, like, yeah, ah, that's no. what I mean. She's already yeah, figured yeah. out. She's, she's yeah. figured out life on Earth this far already. Yeah, yeah. Like, she, she'll know how to. So, anyway, that was a stupid MacGuffin dude there. That was a stupid <laughs> thing, dude, that I hated. And basically, like, Riker's like, hey, I'm going to go do some fucking bullshit over here, dude. Is this the right move? And Guinan's like, I'll never tell. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I hate this stuff. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's if like, I tell you, I don't, it might not happen. And then, you know what I think would have been much better? Mm-hmm. It's not like she herself even knew everything that happened. It's like, yes, actually, she has limited information. Just yes. give them the limited information she has. Realize it's useless to them. Yes. Or, you know, or whatever. It's like, just let her say something. She could have just been like, you know what? I was knocked out the whole time. Actually exactly. They could have written it that she was floating in and out of consciousness. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. I have the vapors. I have the vapors. Yeah, um, exactly. So they didn't do it that way, though. They did it no. a wild way, dude. And then so so fucking, of course, the only thing to, f- to fix something, when everything anything's broken, the answer is always shoot a missile into it. And we'll figure <laughs> it out. Okay. So, yeah. Did, did this strike me? This This struck me as particularly evil. 
what the Antichrist um, did. <laughs> yes, well, yes. Yeah, they really had no problem with just icing these motherfuckers. Yeah, they just they're, they're killed an entire like, species. We can't figure yeah. them out. We can't figure them out. Let's kill them. They, they didn't yeah. even ask. So, so, so Picard asked the dying Davidian lady. He was like, isn't there an alternative? And she said, no, there isn't. And I'm like, there has to be. It's just energy. I'm sure you could emulate no, no. energy. She said so. She doomed her own race. So fine. Yeah, that it. That but, that's it. O- but that's only Picard who knew that. The rest of the Enterprise crew didn't know that. Yeah. They could have they could have explored trying to give them energy a certain way, but well, instead also, no. Yeah. Uh, they isn't were like it, we need to destroy this, this colony. It's easier isn't to it just funny? kill them all. <laughs> Is it, yeah. Isn't it isn't it funny? They're not even in our phase reality anyway. <laughs> yeah, dude. Isn't it funny that they go to a planet that's mostly sand? Sand people. Oh, no. Tunnels. Oh, no. And the first thing is like, you know what? Let's uh, carpet bomb this fucking town. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Samuel Clemens was right when he said you guys are still causing war. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. Okay. For the record, listener, we are stretching a bit to do this right now. But I'm not, dude. I'm not even stretching at all. I'm, I'm sitting down. Um, so anyway. Look. Of course, also, Mark Twain has to complain that the yeah. the, the replicated Cuban isn't just right. Yeah, Fuck you, exactly. Mark Twain. Let's get magically created a cigar for you. You should be freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah. I'll be okay. To be honest, though, that is the one thing that I can relate to because it's like it's the thing that you're used to all your life. If it isn't exactly the same, why would you be satisfied? Yeah. They could have just explained it like this. Oh, these are syntho synth smokes whatever you know like you could you could smoke as many of them and you can inhale them and you won't get cancer and then fucking, and you'll be like what's cancer what's cancer and he's like it's gonna be a horrible thing that's really around now but you guys won't figure it out you should probably stop smoking cigars by the yeah, way sir yeah. <laughs> and probably I did okay. don't put yeah don't put lead in your fucking house um yeah and also and so the, when the horselitch carriage comes Maybe don't put lead in the gasoline it, that will cause like two generations of people. Let them figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but he's like, he's like, ah, you know this. And, and then basically Deanna like convinces him that the future is great and like gives him hope and stuff. Yeah. She says and, that right. poverty has yeah. been eliminated, which we fixed everything. It's a, it's a little happen. hard to believe it, by season six that the future is as perfect as she says. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely real ridiculous actually yeah it's crazy the, this is the that. only yeah. the only way um, I'm, I'm like she that. says they've gotten rid of the concepts of hopelessness despair and cruelty that's what? literally impossible <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. don't get to have a show without those <laughs> like that's literally impossible stories don't happen without those <laughs> yeah that's that's not possible. You, no, you no future is is that possible. You can't just get rid of broad concepts. <laughs> can can I can I ask a question? Don't worry, we got rid of evil. <laughs> we got rid of evil. Um, I have a question, and, and yes, yes. I want you to I want you to to to, to answer as truthfully as you can within the, the the imaginary circumstance. Okay. Okay. Time travel advances at a rapid pace coming up. We're able to colonize other planets mm-hmm. where we're, we're able to just move to a different planet, right? And, and mm-hmm. we say, all right, we don't like certain things. 
right? We want to have freedoms. We want to do all this stuff. We're going to make a planet called Evangelical. It's the Evangelical planet. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's got, It's basically like Earth, dude. It's the Evangelion planet. Yeah, and you could have all the rules you want, dude. You could have it, it, It'll be exactly like the Handmaid's Tale, dude. You know, women have no right. You can't get abortions. All, like the top ten things evangelicals love, right? Movie all right, right, all right. Okay. Would they be? satisfied or they'd be like no but but your planet still has fucking abortions fuck you like we're gonna go to war with you yes. i think the latter well, that, yeah. that's literally how yeah, it plays out in history yeah yeah, yeah. that's, I think that's literally how it play out in history yeah <laughs> no one no one brit, brit no one britain was just bothering people like no one asked britain to come over <laughs> it's too shit to them you yeah know? that's true they just yeah. decided to go it's over. Also, and it's also shit. in like, human nature to have conflict and look for fights and issues and you know, yeah. As long like, as there's humans around, there's like group, be I feel like a group of humans are never satisfied. No, I feel never. like they always never. have further ambitions. Oh, they yeah. can't. They can't just be satisfied with what they have. They will yeah. have to keep wanting. It's not more. possible. I mean, so, just look at, I mean, that's why a lot of people say it must be really sad to be like a billionaire or whatever, because nothing excites you anymore when everything is possible. That's why they're like going to space and thrill seeking and, you know, it's just making islands with a weird shit. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. nothing excites you. So you're going to just keep looking for conflict. Nothing satisfying. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's what I thought too. But yeah. uh, unfortunately, anyway. our problems scale with our perspectives. Yeah. yeah, dude. I, I, that's what I've been saying for fucking years, dude. We need a good old-fashioned extinction. I mean, um, we would totally start a war with, like, another planet. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, We'd be yeah. like, wait, our planet's dying. We want what you have and, like, totally yeah. take over another, you know. Well, at first we'd be like, we want to like be that. allies. We want to be allies. And then we'd yeah. be like, oh, you guys oh, have yeah. oil on your planet? Oh, okay. Uh, we don't right. need oil anymore, but yeah. we would like some of it. Yeah. <laughs> we just want to hoard it. Yeah, yeah, precious. Just like how resources? you know, we don't really need gold that way anymore, but we'd still like it. Please, you water. Know? We need water, so maybe you know, they would. Be like like, no, we need unobtainium. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we need. And we, and we need a lot of it. Um, so anyway, how did people not check out the moment that was mentioned in that movie? Like, because he literally mo- motions towards it. Marvin, we need to get unobtainium. Marvin, and it comes how out rare of it is. It's, it's how rare it is. Unobtainium. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, would, what would you like it to be called, Marvin? To satisfy you, dude. Some Just bullshit not, name. N- yes, a bullshit name would be no, much dude. better. No, dude. It's so unattainable that it's called unobtainium, dude. <laughs> Yeah, dude, what are we going to call it? Fucking silver, dude? I feel like the movie is like him trying to like see how far he can get away. He uses papyrus for his title. He use, he calls unob, he calls it unobtainium, which is a literal joke in science fiction since like the 50s. It's it's <laughs> like I feel like he's just trying to see what he can get away with. Do you think do you think that's the, the sci-fi nerd version of fucking Epstein's Island where he just starts fucking <laughs> Torturing humans with stupid fucking shit in his movies, papyrus <laughs> and fucking unobtainium. <laughs> um, anyway, so they pop Data's head back in, and by the way, it's looking great for being five hundred years old. It got cleaned up real nice. Yeah, yeah. It cleaned up really nice. And and yeah. and Mark Twain's like, oh, 
all's well that ends well, my friend, my blind friend who's not blind. He never once says, wait, you could see, dude? I thought you were blind. (laughs) (laughs) More lies. Yeah. Yeah. And he never once goes like, this is beautiful, dude. He's like, look at this black man working next to a white man. He's never like marvels in the fucking like future. Like he, he, yeah. He never goes, oh, wow. He's like, the Chinese are working here? That's crazy. Exactly, dude. It would have been hilarious if he walked by that blue faced guy and just thought he was Chinese. (laughs) Oh my God, dude. I wish. Yeah. I wish. Or he walks by Keiko, you know, and he starts making, starts saying some shit. He's like, oh no. (laughs) He's like, you married her. And so. You married a Chinese. (laughs) So, so he, he, like his watch, he's like, oh, my beautiful watch. And meantime, fucking Picard's back in fucking the hole with the snake lady. And he, she's like, is there any hope? Can, can we can we find like a substitution, like a like an impossible burger of some monk fruit, monk fruit sweetener? Yeah. <laughs> and and she's like, no, we gotta have the lucky charms, dude. And the lucky yeah. charms are humans. Yeah. And she's like, there's no other way. People souls. And she fucking she phases away. She like fucking she goes. I guess that's death. Invisible. I guess. Yeah. yeah. And so she's yeah. And meanwhile, they're like, "Well, we gotta shoot this planet, dude." They're 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 savages living in the sand, dude. Time traveling. And then mean <laughs> in the meantime, fucking Jordy revives fucking Data. Well, well, and, there's that well, meeting. He, couldn't, he where, can't. He can't. He can't at first. Yeah. Yeah. There and then there's that like, meeting where Riker oh. is very like passionate. He's like, "We have to save Picard. We have to save Picard." Everyone's like. Yeah. Picard would want us to blow up the planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and Riker's like, you're right. He is yeah. very bloodthirsty. Yeah. 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 He would Picard. love nothing more than the murder Picard. of countless Picard. souls. Picard, the, the uh, unbending <laughs> diplomat who refused to kill the crystalline entity hey, would hey. surely want us to carpet bomb these people. <laughs> hey, but remember the penultimate episode of season one where Riker and Picard together shot phasers at a man's head until it exploded. That's true. They, but they were angrier then. <laughs> it was Old Testament Star Trek. <laughs> God. Oh my god! The concept of season one being Old Testament. <laughs> where does where does the new one start? Where With the, the beard. With the be- beard shows up. It's oh, Jesus yeah, Riker. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's New Testament. See? Yeah, there you He's go. He's been resurrected. He's been resurrected. Yeah, yeah there um, you go. So so Picard Riker like the fucking, white Picard. <laughs> Picard puts a fucking a message. He knows how to code now. Yeah. And he puts a message in fucking Data's head. <laughs> and meanwhile, like, the, the, they never do this. And they do it now. He's like, how long do these tor- torpedoes load up? He's like, oh, five minutes. Five minutes. He's like, all right, let's, let's load it. Let's get him going, dude. And, and no not in any episode before this have they been like, oh, phase uh, the proton, whatever, torpedo. Well, they have to change the phase of the torpedoes so it can target... Their fucking face frequency or whatever. I guess so. That's why. And and, and, and I think Jordy's being lazy. That's why he says oh, a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's I'll, always I'll the engineering demo. You have to give an estimate that's way too high because the captain's yeah. always going to ask for weight, you know, yeah. for you like under promise over deliver. That's, that's exactly. the engineer's motto. That's what you got to do. So, so data comes back online. And he's like, he's like, um, torpedo, stop, stop, torpedo. He's like, he's like, I am job. Um, and he's like, <laughs> and they, 
they they basically says, "Hey, I have Picard put this message in me, and the message is tell Anthony I love him." And he's like, "What the <laughs> fuck does that mean?" Tell, <laughs> tell Anthony I love him. Um, and so basically, that's an old fucking bald rocket joke. Um, and so, so he he basically goes, "Hey, I, I think," and so and they and they pause the fucking the carpet bombing. And then he's like, "Hey, I think we, I think we can get him back. We should try if we do this and that, and we could we go and but there's only there's only one chance. So like one person goes in and one mm-hmm. person comes out, dude. Like fucking like Thunderdome style, dude. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and and stupid ass fucking Mark Twain. He's like, I volunteer as tribute, dude. I volunteer. I go in. I write my books and uh, he's gotta go and, back. Yeah, he's, he's gotta, gotta go back, he, dude. He's gotta go back. So. And and so he they trust him, dude." So he goes back and he's like, Picard, go. It's fine. And then Picard goes like, all right, cool. We're all fine now. Okay. So you fix her, get her a doctor and then go pay my tab. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is it? Like, <laughs> By the way, could you, say you, that? you just pay my bill? <laughs> yeah. And so, so fucking by this time, they're already going to fucking bomb this fucking place. And he's like, all right, let's bomb it. You know, in case it doesn't work. And so by the time, by the way, they shoot these fucking torpedoes and they take forever to get there. Usually it's fast, but this time mm. the card's there and uh, they suck him up. Old O'Brien fucking sucks him up. He's a best transporter dude next to. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yep. Next to what's his name? And um, what's his name? How could you call him? What's his name? You know what it is, dude. People who've been listening know his, know he's, he's the best fucking ass Ricardo, kicker around, dude. Ricardo. Um, Disappointing. <laughs> Jason Statham. <laughs> um, <laughs> By the way, I watched The Beekeeper. Mm, right. That, 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 that is a season six opener of fucking Jason Statham movies. Uh, <laughs> mm, um, That's a good analogy. Um, <laughs> so so um, he saves fucking, uh, he saves, uh, he saves, uh, what's her face? I'm, uh, Guinan, yeah, and uh, and then he leaves. He leaves Data's head there, and then he leaves his watch there because he remembers, like, oh, For the hell yeah, of it. Gotta, gotta leave the watch, baby. Um, I don't think he even remembers that. He just does it on a whim. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they're like. I don't think he is like. Oh, I'm gonna leave my watch here because they told me to. I think he just chooses to do it. Yeah, yeah. And then again, they don't say. Whew. I think it might like you can stretch and believe that maybe put two and two together that because he found his watch on the Enterprise, like with them, was like, oh, that means they found it in the cave too. I mean, yeah, yeah I guess, yeah. I guess, yeah. He it would take a bit of leaping, but yeah, like you yeah. can That's surmise true. He, that he could have leaper. He he's a leaper. That, yeah, he could have made that jump. Do a leaper. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> so he. He he all's well that ends well. At no point are they like, "Hey, we should we should tell Starfleet about this shit that these ghouls are fucking like so and and go back and like look at are the there more Davidians? We need books. to wipe them out of the galaxy. I know, yeah, go, but also <laughs> also go through the history books and find yes. out. Did Mark Twain say any weirdly weird shit about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, but let us examine other. Or... Let us examine other pandemics in human history yeah, and dude. see if Davidians have been fucking. Is, was the COVID pandemic yeah. a Davidian plot? <laughs> okay, so I have a minor time... tweak to the plot that that Me would too. be interesting. Okay, what okay. if? The Davidians were only targeting not people who are sick, but criminals like murders, murderers, and and like rapists. Yeah, and ra- yeah like yeah. like people who that were already considered like you so know like vigilantes, essentially forgotten by yeah time traveling <laughs> vigilantes. Yeah, yeah. 
that the Punisher's. Yeah. You're like, well, well, well. Um, <laughs> I, here's my thing. Every time I, every time I heard Davidians, all I could think about was fucking David Koresh. <laughs> okay, I thought you were gonna say the Da Vinci Code. No, dude, David Koresh, dude. I'm like, oh no, he fucking Christian bastard. Anyway, <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> David Koresh? Yeah, I don't know who he is. Isn't he the dude that, that started the uh, um, that cult? I don't know. David, I, I am. I'm not. I, I, I haven't kept up on cults. Yes, he was indeed a, an American cult leader. Yes. Okay. okay. And they were called the Davidians, dude, because his name was David. Oh, he's the guy. Okay. Remember, remember, he he had that standoff and he, they killed all those kids and stuff. Yes. Oh, is that yes, what it was? And then, oh, and then okay. there's a really good PBS documentary where, like, you see Timothy McVeigh outside okay. like protesting and he was inspired by that to go and do the Oklahoma bombing dude it's well and apparently the, all that went down in 93 which is why yes. we haven't heard about it yet in our around the yeah, sun it's stuff coming up it's coming up we shall dude yeah. it's crazy it's a crazy documentary uh, which meant that people watching it at the time did not have that connection to make yeah, yeah but i did dude i i knew who david crush yeah, you was. did this, this is also the episode where guinan falls in love with picard Oh yeah. Okay. That, yeah. I'm I'm glad you said that because I'm a bit annoyed with this episode overall because despite learning more about Guinan and her whereabouts throughout history, we know almost nothing more about Picard and Guinan's like friendship or history no. together. Oh, this this only his explains- only role was to ensure that they still met originally, which sucks. And then it, and the, it only explains two random throwaway lines Guinan has said throughout the series. One was Picard. No, an older man saved me when I was younger once. And the other oh, right. is, I've always been attracted to balder men. Oh. So. so but this, even that, it, it's, it's, so, uh, it's so tenuous. It seems it is to tenuous. imply that I guess they have had some kind of relationship. Maybe. Because uh, even then Picard, because Picard, she says. Because oh, he we, says we've had. Or somebody says that well, they. Well, well, like, we're, we're, we're far more than friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guinan goes, "Are we? Are we friends?" And he goes, "We more than friends." And you're like, and he refuses okay. to elaborate. Why yeah. doesn't Guinan ask? Like, wait, what do you mean by that? Yeah, she's like, what? like, are we coworkers? <laughs> are we? Are we fuck buddies? Are we like? What are we? I'm your yeah. work husband. Yeah, I'm your work husband. <laughs> yeah, like, what is what is that? And did, I wanted to point out when you um. When he says goodbye to Guinan, the weird, uh, the uh, very plastic rock cave. Did you notice? That oh yeah. <laughs> when, when, what about yeah, it? When, when he when he's so talk, yeah. It's, uh, so go to the scene where he where Picard is saying goodbye to Guinan. His last around, words to Guinan. Like, yeah. Yeah. His last words to Guinan. He like presses up against the wall, the rock wall. And Which is like it, made of paper mache. It clearly is like a not a rock. It's it deforms like dramatically, even on regular television, you would have caught what? it. So like that that scene where Picard gets up after he's like, oh, I'm going to go back in time, Guinan. Uh, and he like yeah. uses the rock to lift himself yeah. up. The rock presses in all the way. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, yeah. very um, <laughs> unstable, and it's definitely not a rock of any I kind. Thought, I thought you were talking about um, the actor, uh, songwriter. The rock. The rock. <laughs> yeah, it's just a very obvious little... Uh, it's around... What is it? What's the time code for this one? Um, it's around 4221. A little before that. I'd say like 42, yeah. 14. Yeah, yeah. That's what I... Uh, 
Oh, so yeah. yeah, you mean the the surface that looks like an egg carton? Yeah, yeah, he just squishes it down. Kind of looks like yeah. an egg carton getting pushed in a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah and he yeah, like exactly. uses it to like prop himself up, and it just like totally no time I for mean, a second. I'm looking at it kind of on a smaller resolution. It's all right at at small res. When it's really big, it's it would probably be worse. On network TV, it probably was one of those things that no one no one saw. Anyway. I, it's very noticeable to me. I don't know. Anyway, that was a little fun thing I noticed. I love I love picking up on uh, production production mishaps. And what would you guys rate this episode? Oh God, um, I'm going to go with a six. Okay, I was going to say go. Uh, yeah, go six. Yeah, I'm going to go with the six because I just. Could not stand Mark Twain's character. And I don't know. I just felt like this episode had a lot going on, like way too much. It was like way too complicated. Nothing really paid off in like a satisfying way. And I don't think it was a strong way to start the season. So I really hope it's up from here. Yeah. I think so. I have every intention to believe so, but it's definitely not a strong way to start the season, season six. I'm going to give it Marvin was. Marvin was already onto it at the very beginning when he said, like, the problem with every two-parter across seasons is that they write one without really knowing how the second one will end. Yes. And mm-hmm. this is this is one of the worst this is, second This parts. is one of the worst examples I've seen so far because they shot, like, a, they did a scatter shot of, like, details into p- part one, hoping they that it would They created a mystery together. box and didn't know how to fix it. And then they dutifully just connected pieces together to make sure that it made sense, but it wasn't compelling. Yeah. Right. Definitely not compelling. So all. Jerry Jerry Taylor, who was the main writer for the episode, she she said this one was a nightmare. It was just awful oh, to try to get the story going. Even when mm. we finally went to script, we kept changing the story. So it was a matter of going back and wrenching out sections and restructuring, yep. and plugging Ooh. in other things, and then taking mm-hmm. all that away again. It was probably the most troubled episode of the year. And then yeah, Renee Acavaria. It's very obvious. Exactly <laughs> what she's saying. It's very yeah. obvious. And, and then Renee Acavaria, who is also in the writer's room, quotes, We basically box ourselves into a corner with part one. It prompted very hilarious mm. arguments about time travel and how it worked. That's not how time travel works, you idiot, with huge accusations and people falling back on primary sources like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's the way it works. You can go meet yourself at all sorts of preposterous stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that would be more fun to watch than any of this. Yeah, which, you know, they, they didn't have fun with it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, they, no. they, that's, I'm, I'm giving this a four because- Ooh. It's just shit. There's maybe almost I, feel, no, I feel like I should go lower. There's like almost the nothing redeemable about the episode. It's one they're dramatically out of character. Everyone like no one acts the way you would expect them to, given their history. Two, they just kill all the aliens at the end. Three, it, it's a time travel plot that isn't f- having fun with the time travel. It's almost inconvenient. Yeah, in. the time travel is inconvenient because yeah, they yes, solve yes, all of yes. the setup of the time travel plot like midway through the story and it's not a problem. Yes, and their main anchor historical figure, you want to talk about Bill and Ted, all of those historical figures in Bill and Ted are charming. interesting, charming and funny. And when they're yeah. in they're when they're in like, you know, like uh what's the term? Uh out of the water mall? like the fish out of water like fish out of water situations it's hilarious you know uh but mark twain's just annoying <laughs> like, like he's not he's not a good character for it at all so you could delete this episode from the canon 
and it would be fine. Oh, I wouldn't miss it at all. There's nothing. Nothing would have been lost. I yeah. so again, all the fun. You you hit the the nail on the head. Like, here's the thing. I you know this by now. I love time travel. Yeah, you do. And I like westerns, dude. Yeah, great chance to do so many fucking things. Why was nobody shooting fun. guns? Nobody. Yeah, dude. not even one. Mm-hmm. There was no, no, they Mark had Twain. one that they needed to use that they gave to Mark Twain just because he needed to be there with a gun. Yeah, there was no like cowboy standoff. There was nothing. No, it, no duel. No, yeah, nothing. Um, like it was literally like, a Chekhov's gun that wasn't fired. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Chekhov wasn't even there, dude. It was Mark Twain. Um, so I'm going to give it a four as well. Like, again, there was so many things to have fun with and like that were kind of cool. They could have explained her as a psychic to make money yeah some just so many gags some, so many you're gags in a fun period do something did nothing like yeah i hope it gets better um well they did say it was the most troubled episode of the season so they, they it feels like they just had to get this out of the way because they were a black like yeah. obligated to and now they can do it it's four, gotta four only be ten. up from here it's gotta four be out of ten up. would not recommend yeah yeah unfortunately i'll give it a four and a half Oh my gosh, look at me with my high score. <laughs> you love this episode. I guess <laughs> clearly I do. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Uh, well, yeah. I guess I'll well, I, I'm just glad that Picard went to coding boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, he knew how to code, weekend. but he didn't know how to write messages. <laughs> the boot camp's very focused. Oh, in the event you want to write binary in a positronic brain, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, this is Times Arrow Part Two. So far, unfortunately, the worst of the two parters. Uh, even though it should be really fun, but it just wasn't. It just did not have a lot going for it. But hey, I hope you guys had fun listening to us talk about it. If you did, maybe consider joining the YouTube channel. If you're on YouTube right now, you can just click that join button, join the channel. For only a dollar ninety nine, you can get uh, really early access to new episodes and it's ad free episodes. And I'm gonna eventually add that Discord. I swear to God, it's happening. Uh, just need to get we around will. to it. We will. We will. We'll get there. And uh, some other features eventually. Is anyone even asking about it? <laughs> <laughs> no, not necessarily. But I keep saying I'll add one, and I have. So okay, here, here, here. Tell you what. From now on, let's not mention it until it's ready. Okay, that's a good. That's a good way. But but there's stuff available right now. If you want to check it out, just yeah. click join on the on the channel, or just look. If you're just listening on the audio only version of the podcast, just go to YouTube and look for newbie Star Trek. It's there. But also. If you guys ever want to send us an email, just send us an email at contact at newbiestartrek.com. That's contact at newbiestartrek.com. So this one's a pretty fun email, this episode, because do you guys remember Johnny? The one who Johnny, been- Johnny who? I know Johnny, but he does adult movies. <laughs> well, he's the one who has been mm, cataloging- our episode. Our oh, tracking, yes, yes. Our tracking our episode. Yes. So Bravo, he sent us, Johnny. He sent us a more- like this is a, a milestone email, I should say, because it's titled "Season One Complete." So Johnny says, "Good evening. Hope you all are mean? do you all are doing well." Just a little insight on your fan. I'm a fifty year fifty two year old amateur cinephile movie fan, but I've not studied film officially besides a few book chapters and videos. Although that's essentially what film school is. You you've gone through film yes. school. You've done it. I've seen a ton of movies, good and bad. That's also film if you school. could talk shit about a movie, then you've gone to film school. Yeah, you're 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 better than yeah. most film school graduates. If you've corrected somebody <laughs> when they've when they've said uh, Scorsese and somebody said it's, it's Scorsese, you know, then you've gone to film school. If you know the difference between 
Paul Thomas Anderson and Paul W.S. Anderson. You're a film school graduate. I don't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, I found you through YouTube's algorithm. If it helps, my commonly watched searched subjects clips include the following. Ambience backgrounds for working. NFL commentators. BCS, which is Better Call Saul. BB, okay. Breaking Bad. Sopranos and Seinfeld clips, 80s music, and occasional math topics. I hope I can catch up wow. to you by the time you finish really season seven. Best I want to know what team he falls, NFL team he falls. Well, all of them, yes. <laughs> yeah. But he told us what our top – so sorry, Sarah, because you weren't in the podcast yet. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He, but he did compile for us what we discovered to be our top five episodes of season one. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. our bottom five episodes of season one. Oh, okay. so, on us. so I would ask what you guys think it would be, but I have a feeling Ricardo does not remember season one. I don't remember season <laughs> one. Like, even <laughs> I would have yeah. trouble recalling like, enough episodes to fill that list. Years ago at this okay, point, okay. right? Like, okay, so so I'll, I'll do the top five first. So coming in in fifth place, The Naked Now, we actually okay. considered a top five episode. I don't know uh, what that episode is. Uh, the naked, where everyone gets drunk. Oh, okay. yeah, it was oh, Crazy yes. Wesley. Yeah. Yes, the yes. first Crazy Wesley. Okay, yeah. Yes, the fourth one was Coming of Age, which I find a little interesting. That's the one where Wesley has to go to the take the test at the academy. Wait, that was that early on? Yeah, yeah. Holy we moly. actually get rated that fourth. Uh, just interesting. Okay. Third, Skin of Evil. So that's All the right. one where Tasha dies. So that's what we get third. Second conspiracy the one where the guy's head explodes <laughs> all right that, that's worth it yeah and number one was one one zero zero one zero zero one the one, one with one, the zero one <laughs> zero one it's the one with the the binary guys and also but it's also with minuet yeah minuet when, oh and, yeah dude and Riker's in the jazz club and they have a yeah. trouble with the card. and that's why it's at the top it's not because of the bind the binary <laughs> it's also yeah. a, it's also arguably the best episode of the season i would say uh 11001001 is a legitimately really good episode i think uh cuz does that remember there's an action scene where uh, data and Jordy have to evacuate the enterprise all at once and there's all this cool stuff that happens so I oh, think that's right, a great yeah. episode. Yeah. Like it, there isn't that an episode where they're on the verge of like self-destructing the enterprise? Yes, that's it. And it's the yeah. one where Data says I've made a mistake and everyone's like Data, you know, th- there's a lot of interesting stuff happening actually in that episode. Yeah. So the bottom 5 episodes of season 1 in fifth worst place, Hide and Q. That makes sense. The Q's really annoying especially in that episode. That's the one where Riker gains his powers, Q powers. Sure. Uh the Arsenal of Freedom. That's the one where the whole planet is trying to sell weapons, yeah, and it's and it's on trialware or on shareware. It's trying to get people to buy their weapons by forcing them to go through a trial version. Third one is Home Soil. That's the one with the the, the crystals accuse us of being uh, ugly bags of mostly water. Mm-hmm. Uh, the th- fourth one is Symbiosis. That's the one where the drug people, the drug planet, is selling to the druggy planet. And Picard right. has to stop them. And, and then I can guess the last one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The worst episode of the season, very predictably code of honor, uh, the racist black people planet. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. we rated Space Wakanda and the laser stripper jungle gym. Yeah. We rated that pretty low. Also interesting data correlation. Ricardo and Dan were most closely correlated in their scores, according to Excel. Hmm. So Ricardo hmm. and Dan tend to agree the most, at least in that wow. season. Yeah. Interesting. 
So yeah, that's this is this fascinating is, data. Thank you so yeah. much for collecting. Yeah, this, this is a fun bit of data, Johnny. I really yeah. appreciate you. Your hard going work is, is yeah. appreciated. Yeah, uh, it's it's very interesting, actually. Yeah, like that's that's one season's worth. Like as time goes on, I'm just waiting for inconsistency to to shine on through, <laughs> or maybe consistency. We don't know. Mm. Yeah, I mean that would be the surprising outcome, right? And then I'll be yeah. like, ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. All right. Well, thank you very much, Johnny, for that email, and uh, thank you guys for listening. If you guys want to check out other stuff we do? Head on over to fugitiveframes.com. One of the things you can check out there is the Would You Stay Tuned podcast, where we check out a pilot of a TV show and ask, hey, would we stay tuned? You know what? You know what? Would, would, would you? All right. Next That's week. question. We continue our journey through season six, starting with Realm of Fear, where yeah. a, certain, a certain character is there. That's all. Um, uh, yeah. Many characters will be there. <laughs> Realm of Fear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the one with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh, is this one with Scarecrow in it? We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan well, Crane. also, uh, we do know that DS9 is rapidly approaching. And don't worry. We have plans for that episode as well. So We sure do. Oh, well, that episode. That's that, that series. Series. Well. Season. Yeah. So, season yeah. series. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna again take a, a little a tiny break, one week break, because uh, there's some scheduling conflicts. But we'll be back after that. All right, guys. We'll see you again soon. Goodbye, yeah. everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Have a good Catch one, you next y'all. Time. May buggles my ears. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Back to